speaker. Net casting from Melbourne and Bendigo. Australia. This is four bits. With Steve Baker. Ben Simon Kirby. Net casting from Melbourne and Bendigo. Australia. Mate, I want to talk about I want to talk about Apple Watch. Okay. So Do you mind? No, that's fine. Um I was trying to think of oh now how would I be able to find how would I be able to go back through our archives and find the quote from you <laughs> when you were talking about Johnny Ives should do a watch. You said you always wanted to do a watch. And I still don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we haven't really logged our thing very well, have you? Have we? But, um, but but if I can find it, you're about to listen to an extract from the past that shows Steve Baker knows the future. Or not. Anyway. Or, or not. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. That that was that's kind of like I'm not very often right, but there was one time that I was. <laughs> you know, that, was that was the one time no, captured on tape. Thank God, nailed it. Two years before anyone. I'm really I don't know why, but I'm really fascinated with the Apple Watch. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's. It seems to me like, um, like, uh, for whatever reason, Apple's transitioning to a new kind of company, and this is like the moment of that transition that's what it feels yeah. like to me I, I, well, you know you never know these things until until in the, the last podcast know, i said they were going to become a luxury a luxury car company <laughs> so here's here's the, just another luxury product they're rolling out yeah yeah and and i on our um on our and on our um flipboard feed uh i actually put up just this morning you may not have even had a chance to have a look at it um but uh, it's uh, Scott Galloway uh, talking about the four horsemen, which which uh, he's talking about uh, Amazon, Facebook, Google, and Apple, and and on his and he it's a fascinating little discussion. It goes for about ten or fifteen minutes, but basically um, he he's he does, has his diagram, this great PowerPoint slide where it's got there's only he basically says there's only three types of uh, market companies sell into the first one is is the head where it's like all your basic needs it's your food and your housing and whatnot and then it's your heart which is sort of the things that you know that yeah that, that pull that have some sort of emotional connection to you and then he's got a then he's got an arrow pointing to your penis of course steve meant to say your genitals and then he says and then it's like your primal drives and he said uh, as you start from the top down to the bottom there and, you know as you progress down the spinal cord i think he says you know it becomes a more and more profitable more and more lucrative space for companies to be in mm. and 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 his 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 thesis is that apple is the only company that has trans successfully transitioned to all three areas um and that he thinks that they're going to be like a trillion dollar market cap company because of it mm. all right so so so, so, per so perhaps this is it Fair enough. So let's just start. Let's just start at the base level. Are you going to yeah. get one? Well, this, that was what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> I wanted you to say this first. Okay. Okay. So, um, I think so. Is the best I can answer. I, I, if you'd asked me a week a week or two ago, I would have said yes. I'm going to get one. Um, but the the complicating factor is that after after the the Apple event, which was, uh, you know, we're recording this on a Sunday. It was the previous Tuesday here in Australia. Um, 
they didn't. I don't think they redid a particularly good job of selling it. They didn't. They didn't say anything new, really. No, they kind of just went over what they <laughs> what they'd said in September. Essentially, they didn't really flesh it out much, much, much more at all. Yep, yep. It was September plus pricing. That was it. Yeah. So, so then you kind of go. Um, of then I have gone. It's given me a little bit of a crisis of confidence, I suppose. I've kind of gone. I'm. I, I, I think this thing is going to be really, really good, and I think I, I think the design of it is lovely, and I and I, I wear a watch now, so and I'd be quite happy to wear a different watch. So wearing a watch is not an obstacle for me, mm. and I think it's a natural place for a wearable gadget to live. So um, I'm, I'm kind of on board with that. Okay, and and uh, and yeah, I'm kind of sold with. Uh, there was a, an article once again. It's on our it's on our um, Flipboard. Uh, which I'm just looking for here. What the uh, is, that, da, 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 is that? The one about the BuzzFeed videos? No, no, no. This was this was more about um, uh, basically saying, "Oh, uh, the Apple Watch is time saved." It, it's it, it was a TechCrunch uh, uh, article by Matthew uh, Panzerino. I hope that's I've got that right. Well, he's basically this is probably the best article or one of at least the best articles I've seen on the watch so far, and this was released before the second the the, the most recent event, where basically he'd spoken to lots of Apple employees. So apparently, like there's several thousand Apple employees have been wearing the watch for a while, and he interviewed them about what to them, what differences it made to them, hmm. and they're basically saying that the biggest thing is that it it saves time. Uh, and that essentially there were lots of quotes in that article basically saying, I, I very rarely pull out my phone anymore. And some people sort of saying, I actually like I almost never view, look at my phone anymore. I just sort of glance at my watch and, and get what I need to do done on the, all those quick tran, transa, tran, uh, transactions done there, yeah. which which for me is appealing to. I kind of think, yeah, but I, I, I wonder... I've heard, I've heard other people talk about this. And so, uh, this is certainly not my idea, but... But there's this whole thing of perhaps the reason that they couldn't really articulate on stage what it, what its primary use case for is that its primary use case is for not using your iPhone anymore. Yes. So, um, SBS, an SBS comedy uh, page or something had, had a news article saying Apple releases new dickhead identifying product. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, look. I- can I, can I just talk about? Uh, I wanted to talk, just briefly mention. This is going to have a very different dynamic in the stores. Now, oh yeah. So I want to just something I really noticed about. Um, I really noticed last time I was at the Apple store is they're as friendly and as approachable as you'll find in any coffee shop, but there's no small talk. Hmm. So you really get a peep out of them concerning anything else, but what is your problem and how can we fix it? And where can we direct mm. you to? And then when they get directed to the Genius Bar, they'll just work their way through their process. They'll, you know, they're, they're just on the surface friendly, but they're not actually, there's never, there's, there's rarely a moment where it breaks down to, hey, I'm another person here in the Apple shirt and you're, you're a person here and we're, and we're, just, we're two people kind of thing. And that just fascinates me because what fascinates me is they always cap it off with, you know, because they intru- it's done as such a personable experience. Like, you know, it's so surface. It's so, hi, Steve, I'm Simon. How are you? How can we help you? And, and, and then at the end of it, they, they reach out and they shake your hand. 
Now that's an important part of the transaction. They've been built. That's been built in. You know, that's part of what is their playbook. They reach mm. out, they shake your hand, they say thanks, thanks for coming, and uh, come back if you need any more help, and out you go. Yeah. So, I mean, one is the you know just the the basic thing of touch going on there, right? So that's 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 so so with the watch. There's going to, the level of interaction is going to be very interesting because, um, first of all, they have to they have to invent a whole new retail display cabinet for the watches that's, that's different from what they have in the rest of the store. I, I believe they've had to implement a jewellery pro- security protocol because they're going to have some very expensive watches um, in mm-hmm. those display cases. That you know, if they went walkies or even a, even an employee decided to pocket one, that's a, that's a sizable amount of money that's going. That, that's suddenly got to be accounted for very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. But so the question is, people are going to want to put them on their wrist to see how they feel. So, and I don't reckon they're going to do that. I reckon they will pick them up and they will put them on your wrist. And it's just like a whole new level of just, you know, just think of it, the hair, people connecting and putting something around your wrist, etc. And then the whole, it's just going to be, it, it's, it's, because you know, touch is one of those things in a selling dynamic. Even if it's just a reassuring pat on the shoulder, or a, you know, it's a whole it, it, it it's a whole level of reinforcement and subtlety in a transaction that that can be often overlooked. And I just think it's kind of intriguing that, um, and because it's it's essentially it's a fashion thing. So previously, all Apple transactions have been hit. They don't when when you're selling it, it's just here's the commodity. And and what size do you want it in? It's a specs mm. thing. Yeah, we always go. You know, it's like, okay, how much memory do you want? How much RAM do you, in that do you want? Do you want the big screen and stuff? And then you and then you buy it. Here it's going to be like people are going to want to have to go. Can I try that one on? I want to see how that one looks. Yeah, and and what's more, uh, now I've found that one. Can I have a look at this different band on that one? And this different band on that one? That's right. So so. In a way, it takes on a whole fashion retail dynamic, not a tech retail dynamic, which Apple stores have generally been. So it's off the shelf. So I'm just really intrigued to see how that plays out because in a way, it's a different kind of retail. Yeah, I'm sure your wrist will get smaller over time. Or <laughs> yeah, they, they, they often expand to, you know, that, you know there'll be all that sort of like... Um, it will be the imprecise, um, vague, cloudy language of fashion. Hmm. They're not going to go. Yes, that band is very nice. It's made from Venetian leather. It is made by a man in off the islands of uh, in the in the canals, and you know, and, and is hand woven by from. You know, they're not going to be able to recite advertising copy. And I just find no. I find that that's that to me is intriguing about how that, how the sales process is going to change with an Apple store and. Do they do they end up like do they will they end up having separate staff to sell a sales watch or or what? Mm. Um, and the fact that they're not going to actually so as I understand they won't be selling them outside of Apple stores at least for some time and maybe part of it will be they're still going to have to work at what they want the staff to do and how they want them to sell it. Yeah, but it's actually much yeah, more look- much more complex than even they're selling their current stuff. Perhaps this is what uh, what we're kind of talking about when we first started this conversation is that it's it's sort of like changes everything in a way with Apple. This it's like a real transition 
it's a transition in the way you sell it. It's a transition in the way they advertise it. It's a, yeah, it's, it's it's really quite fascinating that way. So so before we get any further into this, though, now I've got to flip the question around. Will you be buying one? And I would I would answer the same same way you did. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So so uh, you know, I raspberry usually at the start of a year. I I I contact my I raspberry fellow makers of iRaspberry app, download it from the store today and mm-hmm. um, say, hey, how did we do last year and and uh, and and uh, what what kind of uh, what kind of uh, royalty are we going to get this year? And then I, I sent them an invoice and, and get the sum and I thought, so this has always been my gadget fund. So mm-hmm. usually it's a circular thing because the money goes back into buying Apple products. But anyway, so this, um, about a month ago I went, what will I spend my gadget iRaspberry money on this year? Oh, maybe I'll spend it on, oh yes, the Apple Watch. So I got into that pre, pre-buying pre excited state of mind where you start to invent use cases for it. And uh, But because we don't really know much about it, we don't, and they've had a, they had a pretty paltry display of apps and stuff. Mm. Um, and it's actually, we were kind of getting when I, when I was looking for the pricing, I was kind of getting confused there for a bit because they have the Apple Sport, which is actually the most basic model. Then they have mm. the Apple Watch, which is Watch. the which is this the, the middle range stuff, and then they have the the edition one. But you can buy the so the basic one is you buy an Apple Sport, which has a a, a sports band on it, and maybe it's made from aluminium or something. And, yeah, aluminium. Yeah, and then and but. But you can buy the Apple Watch with a sports band as well. So you can. So, so you're flicking between their website, and I must admit, it's kind of clumsily put together for Apple. Uh, it's pretty. It's a bit all over the place. So you can actually sort of think: Am I looking at the sports watch, or am I looking at the or the Apple Apple Watch with a sports band? And there's a and there's a bit of a price jump between those, and then there's um, and then there's usual Australia tax that's being applied. Which you know, granted, with the the fact that you know in November our um, our dollar was had parity pretty much with the US dollar, and now it's down to seventy cents. Is you know, I kind of have they have they get a little grain of sympathy from me then that obviously it's going to cost more here now with the current exchange rates. But in any case, so um, yeah, that's I just so I looked at all that and I just started to get I started to get a bit of sticker shock on the price. Like that's a so, so, so particularly for just the Apple Watch, not the Apple Watch Sports, I was going, no, that's too much. I'm not, that's just crossed, crossed the line. I don't need that. And, yeah. that, and then, I, then I sort of went, hang on, oh, oh, it is the sports one. So, yeah, it's still getting kind of into the it's comfortable range. It's almost like what you could buy a mobile phone for fairly comfortably. Yeah, in, in, so in Australia, uh, uh, the Apple Watch Sport, the most basic of the most basic Apple Watches, is around six hundred dollars. Yeah. So the kind of yeah, they've just made me hesitate about it. Um, yeah, and I've, mm. I, I've got the gadget money could, could cover it, no problems. Um, a part of it will be first to see um, see it for myself, so mm-hmm. going to an Apple store. But I th- even then, I think I will hang back now. I think I will hang back and wait for see what apps emerge, see if any of them have a you know. Really feel like they push me, push me to it. I'm not, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure now. Yeah, I, I think that's 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 about where I'm at too. Is is that I think that I, what I've what I've what's probably happened for me is I've gone from uh, pre-ordering it on April 10th and being first in line at the store type person 
to actually maybe I should just hang back and see how this thing develops for a few months before I jump. Mm. Um, yeah. So there's lots of there's lots of um, unanswered questions for me with this product, and that's unapple like and it's unusual. Um, and it's not necessarily that it, there's anything wrong with that. I just that that's what's kind of caused me to go from a yes, I'm definitely going to get it to a probably will get it maybe, but we'll wait and see what the the use usage cases are. So, so you mentioned that I got something right a couple of years ago when I mentioned that I thought Johnny Ive would not be able to resist making a watch. Um, but what I've got spectacularly wrong so far, and yet it's still bugging me because I kind of think, you know, you got that feeling that you were right, but whatever so so when the apple watch was released um i even wrote an, a th- thing on my 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 website about the the the, the intimate connection between a, a, the, the watch and the necessity for headphones wireless headphones mm. and i've been kind of thinking that all the way along that someone's going to start talking about this but no one ever does and so so here's my thing so so you get up like even at this on the stage the other day uh, tim cook was sort of saying hey it's going to be amazing making phone calls from your wrist because it's got a little speaker built into it and it's got little microphones into it and then you, you can meet with the real life Dick Tracy and that's stuff. It. And I, that's where he loses me. Just the whole baby boomer Dick Tracy thing. I'm just going, who cares? Well, the, the thing that the thing loses me, like like you 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 go, you take public transport to work, right? Yeah. Is it a train or a tram? It it can be a train. It can be a tram. It can be a bus. Okay, it doesn't matter. So anyone who commutes to work, right? Uh, at the moment, you have people sitting on the bus uh, with their iPhones or, or other or their Android Android phone or whatever. Um, they have got headphones on, listening to their music. Um, uh, there'll be phone rings through throughout that transit trip, and you'll hear one-sided conversations of people talking to their loved ones. You know, especially on the way home. You know, like I'm on my way home, and do I need to pick up the milk and blah blah blah. Yep. Which pe- which people get quite annoyed about. Um, but at least it's. You don't hear the music and you don't hear the other side of the conversation. It's just one-sided conversations that you hear. Well, given that it seems as though one of the consequences of owning the watch is going to be that your phone is probably going to be tucked away inside your bag somewhere as opposed to in your pocket or or, or in your hand, can you imagine travelling on public transport coming home from work with, with... you know, 15 dickheads speaking into their watch and the speaker blaring away with the responses of the people. Like, it's, it's a, it would be the, the equivalent of today, uh, people turning on the speaker function of their phone for every phone call that they use. Steve, because you were, live in some kind of bizarre socialist world of public transport, you know, if you're in your Uber, you won't have this problem. If you're on your Google bus, you won't have this problem. Perhaps that's what I'm missing. That's a use case that they'll never think of because they never. There is no public transit in <laughs> in that goes. There's no. There's no bus stop at one infinite loop. There's no. <laughs> so that, so honestly, that's one of the other things that's playing into me hesitating uh, on this device is because I'm going to go okay, five hundred and eighty dollars, which is what it is in Australia for the most basic model, which I'm fine with if you know that's okay, um, and. But then I'm kind of going for a pair of Bluetooth, good Bluetooth headphones. You're looking at a couple of hundred bucks. Um, so 
and and I don't I honestly don't see any way that I w- if if the usage case for an Apple Watch is that essentially your iPhone then becomes something that you just put in your bag and you only pull it out if you need to perhaps look something up on the internet or something. But basically all of those other things, the quick messages and the having a quick glance at your emails and the calendar appointments and the music and the phone calls happens through the watch. Um, I have to have the, I, you know, I have to have those headphones, and I have to have them on me at all times. I can't be plugged into my iPhone because that's in my bag. They have to be wireless headphones that are connected via Bluetooth to the phone or to the watch. And that's so. Then you you kind of go, okay, well now now I'm looking at, you know, eight hundred dollars to get up and running. Smells like first world problem. <laughs> oh, it is. Of course, <laughs> all of this is first world problem. Of course, it is. Like, obviously, obviously, so this is like first world problems. Don't tuck your phone away in your bag. <laughs> yeah, but 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 I mean, but but but, but then the que- the question is, if you kind of going well, I, I still need to have my phone out and on me at all t- with me at all times, as in reachable at all times. Then I don't need the watch, hmm. or or at least the watch becomes much less uh, interesting a proposition. Yeah, because it really is a duplication of what I'm already doing with my phone. Well, yeah, I think the to me, being able to maybe look at messages is fine on a, on on the watch. The idea of making calls doesn't never really never really appeals to me, um, or or even answering calls. Um, maybe talking to Siri, maybe, maybe, um, would be fine. But yeah, this is it. See, these are I think I just. If we were to look back and say, look when the iPhone was launched, with you know, it, it, when it when it did, the only apps it had were those web-based apps or the inbuilt app, they had inbuilt Apple apps or, or mm-hmm. inbuilt web apps that weren't that weren't there wasn't that many and they weren't I don't think they were that external to Apple anyway, um, and there was no app store, and it was only you know, I think within two years that. We suddenly had the, the the flowering of apps everywhere and, mm-hmm. and and available, and the whole nature of what you could do with a phone changed. Because remember, it was really pitched as being we we. It was always a mobile personal computing device, but it wasn't pitched as that. It was just pitched as a web browser, a a, a phone, and a and an iPad. Yeah, yeah iPod. Yeah, yeah. So uh, iPod, iPod. Yeah. So so maybe. Maybe in six months' time, after six after 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 the watch has been out there for six months, um, there'll be enough exciting and interesting things being done on it in that platform that we'll go, hey, yeah, maybe we maybe there's enough now to make the leap. Maybe the case will be persuasive enough. But I mean, it comes back to to your your note on the keynote. Is it just there was very little in it that made you that we didn't know before. That made you that made it feel like they put a compelling case for the actual device. So, yeah, I think it's uh, so, something that I think this was. I think I heard this on, um, I think John Gruber on his um, uh, on Daring Fireball at some point said this that that basically was saying it's unusual. It was unusual timing. You know, the the event was on the tenth of March. Pre-orders aren't taken until the tenth of April, and it's not delivered until the twenty-fourth of April or something. Mm. Um, and he was 
saying that possibly one reason for that, or the only reason he could think of, of as why they would do that is if they're going to seed review unit units, which apparently Apple only usually do, you know, they're very strict. Like it's like five days or seven days or something before something's released, they'll give a review unit out. He was wondering out loud whether, um, whether actually it might be that they had this uh, event now so that very shortly they'll start seeding units, review units, because it's going to take living with this thing for a little while to really mm. know what it know what it does. So, so that's a. I mean, I, I take that that's a possibility. It's possible that in the week before pre-orders are taken, or the week before the thing comes on sale, there'll be some reviews that are people who've lived with it for a month that will actually do a much better job of articulating what it why why you would want to have one of these things mm. um yeah but it's it's uh, that's why I really want to talk about it. it's just I think it's it's one of those things that's just a, a it's a fascinating device it's interesting obviously when apple gets into a market like it's always interesting to see what they do yeah but but whereas um usually apple is so sort of clear cut and, and precise about what something's for and why you would want it mm. this time it kind of seems a little less so because it's fashion as well. I mean, that's 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 the like. Normally, all we talk about is you know all you talk about with Apple products. Oh yeah, which one? What size? What? Now it's like I I, I sort of have been, you know they launched the MacBook MacBooks, the new MacBooks in different colors and stuff, and I can just see certain kinds of people wanting to have the same colored phone with the same colored MacBook with the same colored watch. Hmm. Will you be one of those person, persons, Simon Kevin? Oh, absolutely. It'll be gold, gold, yeah, yeah. gold for me all the way. <laughs> yeah, pure gold, baby. Um, <laughs> Apple gold. It's better than pure gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and so, so getting back to it, like on our Flipboard page, uh, I've, uh, I've posted an article that, that does talk a bit, a bit about that. It basically compares the, if you like, traditional tech reporting of, of the hands-on area of the Apple Watch after the event to BuzzFeed's coverage of it mm. after the event. And and BuzzFeed's coverage was essentially all about, you know, oh, my God, oh, you know, my boyfriend's going to love the way this looks and, uh, you know, it feels I feel like a movie star when I'm wearing it. Yeah, it was all about feelings and emotions mm. uh, and, and fashionability, if you like, of it and zero technical specs. Because I, uh, I think basically now we have, a, you know, a pr- we now have all the means to distribute ideas and opinions and the original kind of use of all that was basically for nerdy nerdy boys to talk about video games and hardware and and, and give their own personal opinions and stuff and and now the means of distribution can be even even the means of attention can now be turned apple are trying to turn that towards fashionability because we all know that their devices have, have, have long sold because they have fashionable good looks. Hmm. It's just they've always never said that. I mean, they've kind of that's always been a maybe they've never strongly talked about it. They've always they've always had um, you know Johnny banging on about um, engineered within one millimeter kind of talk, but he's never hmm. said this is beautiful and you're going to look you're going to look years younger, darling, wearing this. And so, so they're kind of doing this um, ocean liner change, and for those get, getting caught in the wake of that, who are used to, 
you know, who, who kind of think because Apple's selling it, it must be part of their beat. You know, it must be part of their concern when in fact hmm. it kind of isn't. Um, if you're selling luxury, fashionable goods, you know, these people aren't going to be turning around and going, right, well, let's go and compare this to a Rolex or the latest, you know, the latest Rolex or, or what have you. Um, hmm. So it's almost, there's almost a, a sense of the nose being pressed against the glass that they're kind of like they're, they're looking at this event, but they're kind of not the focus anymore. They're not being invited to it. Hmm. And now they've got these these weird people. There was a there was a woman up on stage during this presentation. Did you notice that? Did you notice that? I, they, I, I heard a rumor. Yeah, I saw <laughs> this woman up on a keynote. <laughs> like, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. It was, and it was Christy Charlington who was a what? She was a what? She did what? She got out of bed to do what? Fashion, <laughs> clothes. She wasn't wearing a some geeky t shirt or. a or polo shirt. She was. She was kind of looked like she was like may have been involved in fashion at some point. Fashion, Steve. <laughs> Glamour. Yeah. So, so here's my here's my. Um, if you want to be a successful uh, podcaster or blogger or something at the moment, you need to get yourself a. Uh, you know Simon Kirby, the who does the tech specs and the interesting tech technology type side of things, with a model beside you, who yeah. who tells you. You know, yeah, but I don't really give a shit about that. No, I'm, it, I like the blue one. I'm, I'm just getting my, my gay Hollywood gossip guy sort of working on that. So, oh, my God, the new Apple Watch. Kill me. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, that, that's the future right there, folks. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, look. I, I'm glad, glad we... I really, I'm glad we had a chance to talk, to talk this week and to talk about it just because I think... It's um, fascinating. It's a, f- a fascinating thing that's going on. So, um, well, the, f- the phrase "What's this space?" has never seemed more appropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and you know, I'll speak to you in five or six weeks when we both got ours, and we can have a talk. About that. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you my heartbeat, Steve. Uh, oh, thanks, Simon. Thump, Bless. Thump, 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 thump. <laughs> You have been listening to the Four Bits Podcast with Steve Baker and Kirby Simon. Simon Kirby. <laughs>